Good morning, y'all. I mean, afternoon, you're right. It's one of those days. Um, guys, good to see y'all today on this beautiful day. Um, yesterday, I went to uh, St. Ben's to, uh, to visit our seminarians. They're all doing well. Keep praying for them. Um, but this morning, it was really great. St. Ben's is a beautiful, beautiful place. It's 1,200 acres of just sacred grounds. It's absolutely awesome. So I was sitting outside early this morning watching the sun come up right behind the Abbey Church. And, um, and the birds were just going crazy. Like They were just magnificent. They were just singing, singing up a storm, all these different melodies and symphonies that was going on. And then the sun's coming up right behind it. It was just a beautiful, peaceful sight. And so I was thinking about it. I was like, man, this is great. Like the birds are singing to their creator, right? The morning is waking up. The sun's doing what the sun is supposed to do, what it was created to do. And the birds are doing what they were created to do. And uh, it was just a cool moment. When I started reading the breviary, so there's uh, prayers of the church that priests have to pray. We pray them five times a day. Monks pray them seven times a day, but we pray them five times. Um, and there was part in here, in this, uh, in this reading, it's, it's an ancient writing from uh, a treatise on prayer by Tertullian, priest. Um, and listen to this, how cool. So I'm having this experience, right, with God. And then he speaks and he says this, all the angels pray. Every creature prays. Cattle and wild beasts pray and bend their knees. As they come from their barns and caves, they look up to heaven and they call out, lifting up their spirit as in their own fashion. The birds, too, rise and lift themselves up to heaven. They open out their wings instead of their hands in the form of a cross and give voice to what seems to be a prayer. Isn't that cool? So it's just really neat. Like I'm having this moment, the birds are singing, and then there's this image of the birds in the form of a cross, lifting up their voices in the form of a prayer. But how does, he speaks of it, how all of creation was created to glorify God, right? That's why creation was made, was to give God glory, right? And the apex of that creation is, is man and woman. It's us. We can give God glory in a way that animals cannot, right? Animals don't have free will. Animals... And they have animal instincts, right? And they just do what they're created to do. Birds sing, they don't meow, right? Um, cows moo, they don't sound like a donkey, right? Animals do what they're created to do. And in doing that, they give glory to God, right? But you and I, human beings, are the, are the height of God's creation. And why? Well, because we have a, a, we have a faculty of which they don't have, right? We have this wonderful thing called the intellect. We can choose whether or not we want to glorify God or not, whether we want to do that which we were created to do or not do, right? Some of you grew up in the, in the days of the Baltimore Catechism. How many of you grew up in the Baltimore Catechism? Okay. Okay, college students, listen to this. Why were you created? To know, love, and serve God, to be happy with this, Him in this life, and to be happy with Him for eternity. Like, that's the simple reason, right? And I think whenever we get that right, it's a simple definition. Why was I created? Why did God create me? Well, He created me to know Him, to love Him, to serve Him, to be happy in this life, and to be with Him for all of eternity. It's just that simple. And so our actions can now be oriented towards the goal, right? I can live my life in the way that God created me because the goal is to be know Him, love Him, serve Him, be happy with Him here and forever in heaven. Like, if I have that as 
on a sticky note where I see it every day and I can begin ordering my life towards that. Well, then I'm even greater than the birds. The birds know what they were created to do, and they do it. They don't have confusion. A bird doesn't think it's a cat, right? And so sometimes I think one of the things that's happening in our society today is that there's this great confusion about who we are as human beings and how we are in relation to one another and in relation to God, right? And we only have to look one little bitty instance with the whole uh, gender identity, right? Wow. A little boy can say at seven years old that he wants to be a little girl because he thinks he identifies as a little girl. Like, there's something not right with this, right? Why? Well, number one, it goes against natural law. A male bird knows it's a male bird. It doesn't want to be a female bird, right? Like, these things are important. It, it, it's, it goes against natural law. Natural law says that boys are boys and girls are girls. But we can see our society is moving towards an extreme. And when we do that, we're going to lose sight of why we're created, how man and woman are meant to be complementary towards one another, and that the body itself reveals something of God. Animals reveal something of God. Human beings reveal something of God. Right? It's what John Paul II coined as a theology of the body. Theology, the word theo, God. Ology, the study of God. The body reveals God to us. And so whenever man and woman are created equal, right? We're equal in dignity and complementary in our sexes. Then we begin to realize that, wait, I was meant to, to, to glorify God in my body, right? To glorify God, right? And so that's what we're created for. And I think it's just really important that we realize that today, um, ever more so, that this is, this is the great call, this is the great dignity that we have, right? And so let us today come to glorify God. You're here today because you want to glorify God. You want to worship Him. Man and woman are built to worship. That's why we are here. We're built and we're made to worship. And so that's why you come today, to worship your Lord, to worship God here in the Holy Eucharist, to let Him use you, to, to let your bodies, your lives glorify Him. Just like the birds of the air and the cattle can lift up their voices and praise to God, so can we. And so let us realize that all day today, that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body reveals God in a unique an unfashionable way of which nothing else in creation can do. And so we are held in that much uh, more dignity, higher than that of, the, of uh, the animals, right? So let us come to this Mass today uh, realizing the great dignity we have to worship Him and give Him praise and honor. Amen?